Welcome to Aligned Expressions, the new podcast series by Sherry Burton Stein. In this series, we'll be talking everything from home, lifestyle, yoga, and feng shui. And I am your host, Sherry Stein, and it is a pleasure to have you connecting, growing, and learning with me through Aligned Expressions. Welcome to Aligned Expressions Podcast. Hi, my name is Sherry Stein. I am an integrative wellness consultant and author of two books, Landing on Your Feet and Putting Down Roots, 21 Rituals to Transform Your Life and Interior Space, and Feel Good Spaces, Decorating Your Home for the Body, Mind, and Spirit. I guide midlife women to release stagnant energy, create healthy living spaces using intentionally inspired rituals. Grab my complimentary ebook, Inspired Sanctuary Rituals to Create a Happy, Healthy Home for Women Over 40 ebook. This primer provides intentional tools for women over 40 to consider to enhance wellness and emotional resilience in their homes or living spaces that support the challenges that many women in midlife face. Go to www.subscribepage.com forward slash inspired sanctuary. When you sign up for my monthly newsletter, you can follow me as well on Instagram at wellness SBW or check out my website at www.sbwaligned.com. This podcast is free and a labor of love. However, to help me continue sharing this podcast, I welcome you to one, share, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite platform, and two, consider making a small donation to help me keep this unique podcast going. For more information, feel free to email me directly at sbwaligned at gmail.com for more information on how you can help. Let me also mention to you a product line that is near and dear to my heart. Recently, I took a test to find out what my Ayurvedic body type is, and I found Banyan Botanicals. Now, Banyan Botanicals helps people achieve and maintain optimal health and well-being. You too can learn your Ayurvedic body type by going on their website, Ayurveda is a rich, ancient, and living science that allows for the awakening into the greater harmony and balance of your mind, body, and spirit. Once you complete their Ayurvedic profile on their website, it will provide you a customized resource for you to refer to back anytime and get personalized recommendations to support your health, body, mind, and spirit. I have a link in the podcast notes so that you can get 15% off of any purchase. Just use Sherry15. I use Banyan's I Sleep Soundly and the Vata Balance Supplements, among others. 
So my guest today is E.J. Shepard. He's a director and founder of the London School of Feng Shui. He is an international feng shui consultant, educator, and author with 20 years experience working with a wide range of residential and business projects. He is the author of Feng Shui and Money, a nine-week program for creating wealth using ancient principles and techniques. It was published in 2002 in four languages. EJ's book is part of the core curriculum in his training program, and students in the school have a chance to study these feng shui principles directly with EJ. Now, EJ has been training feng shui consultants in New York City and London over 10 years, and he is also a regular instructor at the College of Psychic Studies. With his teaching, consulting, and media, EJ has helped thousands of people improve their lives with the power of feng shui. One of his specialties is understanding and working with geopathic stress. Now, geopathic stress is something that I am deeply interested in because it is something that many of us, even feng shui practitioners, have never really worked with. And it is an important part of the health and wellness of yourself and your living environment. So today we will be discussing what geopathic stress is and its impact in your home along with understanding just the basics. So I'd look forward to talking to EJ and sharing with you a lot of knowledge around geopathic stress. So now, my friends, I have EJ on the line. EJ, welcome. Hello, hello. Nice to be here, Sherry. It's a pleasure to be with you again. Yes, it is. And it's so exciting Mm -hmm. to have you. And I thought we would start out with you just telling a little bit about yourself. I did introduce you, but uh, I'd like to always hear it in, in their own words, so if you don't mind. Sure. And how long do you want me to talk about this? Because I could talk <laughs> a long time about myself. Give us the basics. <laughs> Just the basics. Okay, so a quick overview. When I started my working career, I worked in theater, and I was an acting teacher. And then through my acting work, I got involved in what's called body psychotherapy. So I became a certified psychotherapist. And this was about over 20 years ago. And right around that time, I was living in New York. This thing called feng shui came across the scene. And those of you who know New York know that New York is very trendy. So feng shui was everywhere. And I had no idea what it was. Uh But I looked at the books and they were beautiful. And so I took a workshop and I was like, oh my gosh, I really love this. And I really feel connected to this work. Because Mm. what I learned is that feng shui is not just about how you arrange furniture. It's really a very mystical and spiritual approach to the energies in our spaces. Right. So then I did a three-year professional training program to become a certified feng shui consultant and developed my consultancy. And since I'd been a drama teacher before that, I decided, you know, I really miss teaching. I want to teach this work. And so I was teaching in people's living rooms for a couple of years, <laughs> teaching classes in people's living rooms. Ooh. And then I created a professional training program in New York in feng shui design. I did that for many years. And then my wife and I moved to England. My wife is half British, half Swiss. And we moved to England, which I absolutely adore. And I created the London School of Feng Shui. 
of which I'm currently the director. And it's a great pleasure for me to direct that program. We Just before COVID, we decided to make the program both in-person and online, which was very fortunate because during COVID, we could just operate our classes live on Zoom, which has been amazing. And we literally have students in the coming year from Bangkok to Alaska, literally. Uh It's astonishing. So it's just a very, very thrilling time, I think, to be doing this work because we can work internationally. And a lot of my clients now are actually online. And we'll be talking today, Sherry, about these invisible energies called geopathic stress. What's amazing is that we can actually work with geopathic stress energies and the energies in people's homes long distance. Well, yeah. So let's get into it. <laughs> go go ahead. Craig, I get love that. <laughs> I know, what, right? What is geopathic stress? Tell us a little bit about that. How does it affect yeah. home yeah. and occupant? Yeah. So geopathic stress. Well, the root of the word geopathic. So we have a geo and then we have pathic. And pathic means illness, like pathology. Right. So there's some sort of pathology, and the geo means earth. It means there's some sort of geopathology. And I think we all do understand that the energies of the planet do vary from place to place. We know that, right? Like right. when we go on holiday, there are places we want to go because the, it just feels so great there. And there are other places we wouldn't go because it doesn't feel so great. So if you want to go to the beach, you know, if you think, oh, like I'm a real beach person for holidays. And when I think of going to the beach, you know, I just think of the amazing energy of the ocean and the sand and the sun and and the nature. So that's in Chinese feng shui, we call that qi energy. Everything is made of qi energy, C-H-I, as in the exercise Tai Chi. So the qi energy on the beach is really great energy. It's called sheng qi, which means bright energy. So we have this bright energy and then we have other types of energy that are not so bright. We have shi, which is like a cutting poisonous energy. We have all different types of energy out there. We have sichi, which is decaying energy. So we, I think we all recognize that fact, right? You may even realize that there are places in your home that have varying energies. Most people probably listening to this podcast are already very sensitive and very intuitive. And it's just those are the people you're going to get, right? And so most of the people listening to this will probably acknowledge, yeah, there are rooms in my home that just feel really good. And there are rooms in my home that don't feel very good. I don't want to spend a lot of time there. I don't know why. There are literally chairs in your living room that you just don't want to sit in. You don't know why. It's just how it feels. You just don't feel comfortable. So there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of factors in terms of why the energies differ, why different parts of our spaces feel better than others. And this is what we learn when we learn feng shui. I mean, just to give you a perspective, I did a three-year training program in feng shui 20 years ago, and I'm still learning. I seriously am. I'm still learning after 20 years. And our program in London is two years. We give a really solid foundation, but it's not everything. There's so many considerations. It's a very deep inquiry. It's like learning to become a doctor. Right. You, know, you, don't, you don't learn the human body in two years, <laughs> right? No, so it's, it kind of bothers me when I see books that I understand, but it kind of does bother me when I see books called instant feng shui. I know. It's, it's just, right? <laughs> I, I'm with you, EJ. On I, I am totally with you on that. Mm. <laughs> so geopathic stress, sorry, back to your question, Sherry. Yeah. So it means some sort of sickness in the earth. There's some sort of illness in the earth. 
because we know, I mean, we're becoming more conscious of climate change and our environmental concerns. And we know that there are ways that the planet can really be thriving and can be healthy. And we know that there's ways that the planet cannot be healthy, will not be healthy, is not healthy. And geopathic stress is, from my experience, a very, very significant consideration in terms of the energy of our homes which a lot of people who practice feng shui are not really aware of it. Mm -hmm. Because in the practice of feng shui, we tend to, at least you know, in the way it's being done now in our culture, we focus a lot on the design. We focus a lot on the shape of the home. We focus on the placement of the furniture and the colors and the elements in the space. If people are using the compass, they're focused a lot on the compass directions and so there's a lot of just focus on the actual structure and the interior of the home. And what we might be forgetting about is that our homes are actually sitting on the earth. Right. And the energy of the earth does vary and you are affected by this. Right. Right. And so that's the study of geopathic stress. We're probably all familiar. Most people are familiar with the concept of the human aura, which is our energy field that extends out maybe three to six feet beyond our bodies, beyond our, you know, from our skin. Well, guess what, folks? The earth also has an aura. That's right. Right. And the earth's aura, just as our aura can be healthy or sick, the earth's aura can be healthy or sick. And that's the energy that we live in. And so learning to become sensitive to that, learning to analyze, diagnose that, and, and actually learning to heal it is the practice. That is the practice. And it can be healed. It's quite astonishing, actually, but it can be healed, which serves us. But think about it. It also serves the planet. So tell me, how does this mm. geopathic stress uh, affect people's mental or physical health? You know, if, right. mm -hmm. if there is this going on on the land in which we're residing mm. in our homes, what mm -hmm. is the, the effect on that? And, and how can you find out if, if that is an issue in your home? Well, this, so these are really, these are the most pertinent questions, right? So first of all, in terms of how we are affected, uh, the phrase that I like to use in our school is that we are all like fish in a fishbowl. So we know that if the water in a fishbowl is clean and it's oxygenated and it's flowing well and it's full of nutrients, then the fish is going to be healthy. Right. Really a good chance that fish is going to thrive. And we also know that if the water in a fishbowl is brackish, it's not well oxygenated, it has poor nutrients, if it's dirty, the fish is probably going to get sick and probably die. Well, guess what? It's the same thing with the energy of the earth. So we have this aura of the planet, which doesn't just extend three to six feet, it extends literally miles beyond the planet, right beyond the surface of the planet. And that's the energy that we are living in. So it's just like being a fish in the fishbowl. So we have this concept, I think, in the West that somehow we as human beings are completely detached and unaffected by the environment that we're in. Right? <laughs> we just get up and, you know, make our coffee and get in our cars and drive around and nothing affects us. It's just not true. It's just not true. Of course we are affected. We're breathing in the, the air around us. Our, we are literally reacting to the energies that we are in all the time. 
And as I tell people when I work in offices, I say, you know, if you're really stressed and irritable at work, guess what? It's probably not about the work. Because you know what? If you were doing the same job, sitting at a lovely table by the beach, your attitude would be completely different. Mm. Right? So guess what? It's not about the work. You can stop complaining about your boss and start worrying about or being concerned about the energy that you're sitting in. Mm. Okay. Right? So your, your emotional mood, of course, is going to be responsive to this energy. It's, I mean, if it starts to become really interesting, and when I actually was, um, I was, I was uh, studying psychology in my undergraduate work, and Sherry, and I took a class in what's called environmental psychology, which in a way is sort of Western psychology trying to consider what the feng shui people have been talking about for thousands of years. Right. And we literally had an assignment which was to carry around a little notebook. <laughs> and each week, the teacher would announce, okay, this week, it's going to be every day at 2 o'clock. And then every day at 2 o'clock. And this is before cell phones. This is before mobile phones. So we had no reminders. We had, to, mm-hmm. we had no <laughs> alerts. Right? So we'd be walking around campus. And then at 2 o'clock, we had to pull out our notebook and write down, how did we feel? And then... What did we notice in our environment? And we did this over a period of time. And then they had a graduate student sort of tabulate all of this as part of his graduate research to try to start to decipher what the factors were. Now, you know, Western, Western environmental psychology is looking at some of the factors, but they don't tend to look at what I would call the invisible factors, mm-hmm. which is a lot of what the feng shui looks at, including geopathic stress. Right. Um, so, but I would say, you know, for, to, you know, first, as I said before, just start to notice when you're home, which of the rooms feel really good. What's the chair that you really love sitting in? Mm-hmm. Do you sleep well? Mm. Sometimes people sleep better on one side of the bed versus another. Yeah, it's a really good sign. If you're not sleeping well, there's an extremely good chance that you have geopathic stress under the bed. And as I said, this is something that's not really um, a big focus of, of a lot of feng shui studies for people. So, for instance, bed placement, we learn, for mm-hmm. instance, if you use the compass, we learn about best directions for the bed. And we can learn, you know, um, what colors to paint the bedroom and things you should have in the bedroom and things you shouldn't. And those can all have a big effect. But if you have geopathic stress coming up from the ground, under your bed, it's going to affect you no matter what. Awesome. That's, that's right? really an interesting thing. So is yeah. there anything that, say we are experiencing those things, is there anything we can do about it? Well, that is the nature of the work, right? That's the purpose of the work. By the way, I want to mention two other sort of factors here that you might pay attention to. If you have a lot of clutter. Mm. Yeah. Right. If you have a lot of clutter and you try and you try and you try to clean up that clutter and it just doesn't work, there's a really good chance that you have geopathic stress there. Mm. It's very interesting because the energy is very disturbed. It's it's a disturbed energy, which, by the way, happens for a variety of reasons. Um, you know, the, the earth does go through its phases. It, it can be healthy. It can be sick. But also if there are old architectural features. 
in the ground, if there's brackish water, um, there could be burial grounds under your house. You don't know. You don't know. Right? I, I once consulted for a client uh, who had really terrible energy in her home in London, in, in South London. And I thought, this is really strange, Sherry. There's a lot of modern architecture here in this part of London. Why is that? And I went home and thought about it. And I thought, you know why? Probably because it was bombed during World War II. Wow. So that energy of the war. War is still there. And, and yeah. literally, you, wow. right? and, that is and you can, amazing, right? And you can literally go online and, find, and see maps of the bomb sites in London. And bingo, bongo, there she was, right there. there she, she, her, her housing development was built right there on top of a bomb site. Mm. So there are all these factors. And so the other thing I'll just mention as a good clue, you know, well, one other thing, two things. If the energy just feels dark, heavy, sticky, for those people who are sensitive, if the energy feels dark and sticky, no matter how bright the lights are. And also, interestingly, cats love geopathic stress. They do? They love it. They love it. So where your cat tends to sleep, dogs hate it. Dogs will not sleep where they won't want to sleep, where there's geopathic stress, mm-hmm. cats just gravitate toward it. I'm not sure why. I think they just, they like the excitement of it or something. I don't know. So should we hire someone who's an expert at helping us find this and, and get rid of this energy in our homes? Um, well, um, ultimately, I mean, basically, it, it, if you have geopathic stress, it does need to be cured if you're going to fix the situation. Right. That's true. That's okay. true. I mean, you know, I'm sorry to let people know, but you can't just hang a crystal. Uh, you can't just get, you know, a, you know, some sort of space clearing spray yeah. <laughs> online. And it, just to mention, it is a different consideration from what we do with space clearing. Uh, because I think probably a lot of your listeners are maybe familiar with space clearing. Uh, space clearing can really help the energy of a, of a space, of a home. Uh, but space clearing usually has to do with what we call predecessor chi. It has to do with the energy of the people that have been in the space before. And that's very positive. And just to note, space clear, really going in depth with space clearing is a bit more detailed than just burning some sage. You know, sometimes I get sort of fussy when people say, oh, I know space clearing, I burn sage. Well, yeah. that's good. But it doesn't usually do the whole, you know, the whole deal. But it's a good start. I shouldn't put it down. I shouldn't put it down. Um, but, it, it, you know, deep space clearing is, is um, a rather sophisticated process. And then, but geopathic stress is a bit different because you're literally working with the underground energy. So I think everybody can understand if you're working with underground energies, burning some sage is probably not going to do it. That's not going to help. It's not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I mean, the, the answer I would say ultimately, um, first of all, you know, the first step is actually to diagnose where the geopathic stress is. And um, in our program, we teach people how to do dowsing. So we teach our students how to use dowsing rods. You can also do a process, uh, which I think is just really lovely with feng shui and energetic work in the space, what's called um, kinesiology or muscle testing. Okay. 
So if people know how to do muscle testing, you can literally muscle test yourself to see where there are negative energies in your space because your body really does know. Your body is reacting, whether you, you don't have to believe in it or not, but your body will tell you if there's geopathic stress. So diagnosing it is the first step. If you don't know how to address it yet, you know, you can, you can become trained. You can become trained. For instance, we do teach how to heal geopathic stress in our program, even long distance. Even our student in Alaska can learn. <laughs> but, um, you know, or you can hire somebody to do it. And um, as I said, the work can even be done online. The work can even be done long distance, which is pretty astonishing. Well, that's amazing. Now, in this few minutes that we have left, yeah. Yeah. tell my listener how they can find you. Uh, your social media handles, all that good stuff. Yeah. So the best thing to do is just to look us up. We are the London School of Feng Shui. And I mean, I'm imagining you could probably provide our, our website oh, yeah. address to people, right? But our yeah, website address... Yeah, I will have it in the show notes as well. Yeah, so we are also on Facebook and Twitter, London School of Feng Shui. You can also... Uh, email us directly at fengshuitraining.co.uk because that's how it's done. It's not .com, it's .co.uk uh, if you want to contact us. So for people who are interested in studying about geopathic stress and also learning feng shui, we have a complete two-year certification program to become an accredited feng shui consultant, which includes working with geopathic stress and space clearing, uh, which can be done in person in London or also completely online, as I said, from Bangkok to Alaska. And uh, it's a great program, I think. It's a lot of fun. We have very, really wonderful students. Uh, it's a highly participatory program. It's not just sitting in front of a screen all day. Um, we, it's highly interactive and hands-on. And uh, yeah, and it's very exciting work. Well, I really want to say Thank you so much for coming on to Aligned Expressions. Mm -hmm. This conversation, we could go on and on and on. Mm -hmm. And maybe we will bring you back next year oh. to talk okay. a little bit more. And it was such an honor, folks, uh, to be a part of the Feng Shui Summit back mm. in May uh, at the, the School of uh, uh, Feng Shui in London. Uh, sponsored. Yeah. It was just an awesome experience. And mm. I really am so thankful for the opportunity to share. And I'm so thankful for you um, yeah. coming on and, and talking about this, because this is a part of wellness uh, in the home and understanding yeah. why we feel certain ways, why we are experiencing certain things. And yeah. The knowledge that you provided was just phenomenal. So uh, peace and blessings to you. Uh, and I wish you well. And I will be in touch again soon. And perhaps I will take a look at your program. I can always oh. learn. You know, I've been <laughs> right. for years. Oh. And um, as you had mentioned, you know, we never stop learning. And mm. that's what the way it is with feng shui. There's always things that we can learn. Yeah. Oh, Great. Well, thank you so much, Sherry. It's such a pleasure to reconnect with you. And yes, it was it was really fabulous to have you at, on the summit, the Feng Shui Summit that we did back in May. Yeah. Uh, so awesome. yeah, thanks a lot. Okay. Well, thanks, folks. Nice to connect with you. Yeah.